You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You know what time it is. It's the week. Seven Thursday night football pick the West Coast correspondent Martin Weiss here to break this game down for you the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New Orleans Saints another Thursday night football special trying to keep up with the momentum of last week where we did pretty damn well which is better than two weeks ago and we did pretty damn bad so let's see if we can keep this one going get a good stretch in here and start week seven off on a good note so with that, Jacksonville Jaguars 4-2 and two at the New Orleans Saints, who are 3-3. Three and three. This game in the New Orleans Superdome. Jacksonville, of course, just got back from jolly old London town. Back-to-back games, one in Wembley, one in Tottenham. That means nothing to me. Maybe it means something to you if you're a soccer fan. But Jacksonville, of course, dispatched with the Atlanta Falcons 23-7 on October 1st and then took care of the Bills. 25 to 20 in a game in which the Bills seemed to sleepwalk through it all. Then beat up on backup quarterback Gardner Minshew, who uh, looked like he turned back into a pumpkin against the team that drafted him. The New Orleans Saints, their last few games, they have beat the living hell out of the New England Patriots, intercepted C.J. Stroud for the first time, and then promptly fumbled the ball causing the Texans' offense to lose about three yards in a game in which they outgained the Texans like 400 yards to some 250 yards, but could not score in the red zone. Trevor Lawrence was, is questionable for this game from what it looks like at the time of recording, which is just before 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday, October 18th. It looks like Trevor Lawrence will be a full go for Thursday night with a knee injury. He's running around with a brace on his knee, practicing handoffs, practicing throwing the ball. At least that's what we see on social media. Expect to see him going. And as a result of that, expect to see this total tick up a little bit. Launched at 41, came down all the way as far as 39, I saw. I like the under here, regardless of who is playing quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars, in part because of who is playing quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. But we'll get to that in just a minute. I like the under 39 and a half here. This Saints defense has played every game to the under so far. They do not give up three touchdowns a game. The Saints. They have not in in quite some time now. I think 14 straight games. Saints defense has not given up over three touchdowns, keeping opponents to under 20 points. The issue with the Saints is they can't score over 20 points. But, like I said, we'll get to that in a minute. I like the under there. 
39 and a half. I've already locked it in. Wouldn't necessarily want to go too far under 39 and a half, but I think this one has a smooth, you know, 17 to 10 ending, 17, 13 ending. Either way, this will be a final score in the 30s. Also taking the Jaguars on the money line. I know it's fluctuated from three and a half when Trevor was a question to uh, Jaguars minus one at a certain point to now Jaguars plus one and a half. We'll currently see right now and plus 106. I'll go ahead and take the one and a half if you want to. Um, Derek Carr and uh, Dennis Allen are the two worst combination head coach and quarterback against the spread in the NFL. You know, and it's not like you know, a situation where you're looking at, you know, hey, let's say Justin Fields, for example, is bad, right? Against the spread. He's six and twenty nine straight up. That's the kind of track record that we have with Derek Carr and Dennis Allen. Derek Carr is the second least profitable quarterback against the spread in his career in the last twenty years. Right? Basically since two thousand and five. Jay Cutler's the worst. Who Jay Cutler is, you know, who's probably keeping Calavari on, on some reality TV network at this moment in time. Derek Carr, who's not just a Christian rock singer himself, 13 wins against the spread, 33 losses, and two spread, two pushes. Dennis Allen, his record straight up in the NFL is 18 and 41 as a head coach, which means if teams have lost 41 of the 59 games they've been a part of. I have zero faith in this Saints team whose three wins have came against the 2-4 and four Titans, the 1-4 and four Patriots, and the 0-6 Panthers. That's a 1.67 strength of wins percentage, lowest of any three-win team in the league. Consider the Jaguars' four wins. First week one beat, you know, rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson, knocked him out of the game. Then, like I said, two in London, and then beat the Colts again. Played Kansas City tougher than the 17-9 score represents. Offense kind of fell asleep there, and then the Texans game got away. But ain't no way the New Orleans Saints are scoring 37 points. Uh, They're not scoring 27 points. So I like Jacksonville here on the money line. I like them against the spread. I like them. I like the under as well. The NBA playoffs are underway, and you want to get to the game? Me too, but... I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time's an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip off. Save up to 60% buy on last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt. It stands out. Red fire emoji. Cheapest seat 115 bucks, and that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used Game Time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom. You click in. Easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use that code Cash for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code. Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. 
players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. On the player prop front, remember, I'm the type of guy that likes to try to bet correlated props, right? If I think a game's going under, I'm going to take unders on receptions, touchdowns, those types of situations are not bet anytime touchdowns. So kind of limits the prop market in this regard. The only anytime touchdown that I'm even looking towards right now is Travis ATN. It's about even money right now on FanDuel Sportsbook if you go check that out. Uh, Travis Etienne has four touchdowns in the last two games. And it really, I mean, I'm not, I was thinking about this. Has been playing like the best back in the AFC so far, at least through the last three games of the season. Not really concerned about Jacksonville's ability to run the ball, even though this Saints defense is stout against the run. Not loving it enough to take ETNs over on his rushing yards. Um, I do think he'll probably stay around 50 rushing yards, but I'm not necessarily concerned with Jacksonville. They are up front strong in the ability to block and uh, open up holes for the running back, for the running game in Jacksonville right there. It's one of the things that Doug Peterson has been great at as a head coach in the NFL is being able to run the ball effectively. Just ask the New England Patriots when Nick Foles somehow won a Super Bowl over them. It had a lot to do with the thing that we all know as the RPO. I'm also going under Alvin Kamara's rushing yard line at 50 and a half right now. I know the number's been bet down. He's now, back from suspension, but under four yards a carry, right? Averaging about three and a half, 3.8 yards per carry. And when you mention that James Hurst, starting tackle for the Saints, Ryan Ramchek, the Saints' other starting tackle, ruled out, then consider the Saints have been whistled for a league-high 55 penalties. 18 of those 55 penalties have been offensive holding penalties. This line can't block. This offensive line is no longer a strength of this team. So I don't think Kamara will even be opened up enough to really get after his rushing yard title, uh, rushing yard total, I should say. But I do like his receptions. I do like Alvin Kamara receptions because Derek Carr is a check down merchant, and he will continue to check the ball down in part because he is hurt right now. You may remember he sprained his AC joint, didn't miss any time. Well, probably needed to sit out a little bit, and you don't get healthier playing football. I don't expect him to be healthy or to at least be pushing the ball down the field consistently like he was. Camara over three and a half receiving yards. I like that play right there. It's a little juice at 192. What do I mean a little juice? It's a lot of juice. So maybe throw that in a parlay. If you'd like that, another parlay leg that I like, Derek Carr under one and a half 
passing touchdowns, okay? The Saints are 9 for 17 in the red zone so far. It's a big reason why the team is so bad. They settle for field goals, and if Blake Groupie is missing them, as he has been one to do this season, doesn't pay cheap. There's three things that doesn't pay cheap to go on in, in the world, and that's, you know, Chinese food, condoms, and field goal kickers. Saints tried it with the third one, and he's now missed a few field goals. Had he made them, they probably would have beat the Texans. And let's see right now, he's, uh, yeah, three for 13 for 16. And 10 for 10 on, on PATs, but... You don't love you don't love seeing a guy who's already missed a twenty nine a twenty to twenty nine yarder, a forty to forty nine yarder, and one that's fifty plus. Don't love that out of a rookie kicker, but that's where we are in New Orleans. That's another reason why I like the under because kicker can't kick and offense can't score. Right? I don't like any any time touchdown for the Saints, of course, because this offense is pretty doggone bad. If they do score, it will be from far away. Do like Travis Etienne over receptions. It's not juiced at all. Plus 145 to the over. I think with Trevor Lawrence's knee being injured and in a brace, you'll see, A, the screen game uh, explode a lot more, especially with Jacksonville's offensive linemen. They're pretty athletic and getting out of space, getting out in front of Travis Etienne. Like I said earlier, I think the lanes will be open for him, and because of that, the screen game will be open, and this Saints defensive line is pretty formidable, so I expect them to be able to run that screen game, neutralize some of those defensive linemen, get some yards, enough to the tune of over three-and-a-half receptions for Travis Etienne. That'll do it. For the West Coast correspondent, Martin Weiss, appreciate y'all tuning in. Let's have a week like we did last week, and uh, best of luck, everybody.